Welcome to the Hour of the Time. I'm your host, William Cooper. I was amazed, awed to say the least. The entire scope of the movie was overpowering and for most of the people of the world was completely baffling. Most people who saw that movie did not understand from beginning to end what it was that they had experienced, but they knew, everyone who saw it, knew that they had experienced something profound. That something had been communicated to the dark, deep recesses of their mind, which they did not understand. And indeed, which they were incapable of understanding. For you see, the movie was not meant for the profane, 
as most of us are called by the adepts or the initiates or the priests of the mystery schools for that movie was a message to those initiates who were well versed in the symbology and the mystery religion of an ancient religion that is practiced to this day in secret. Now I'm going to tell you the meaning of the symbology that you saw in the movie 2001 and then each and every listener should go to their local video rental store and watch the movie again from beginning to end. For it is the story of the entire human race according to the history of the mystery religion of ancient Babylon. Now I can assure you that you will not understand any of what you are going to hear without ample preparation and without a basic understanding in the symbology of the ancient religion. And you're going to get that and this is going to be a series of programs that will in fact take probably many hours to complete. But let me just go over the symbology of the movie 2001 quickly with you and then we will go back to the very beginning to the first primitive human probably sitting on his haunches munching upon some vegetable watching the sunrise in the east in the beginning of the movie 2001 most people who sat in the theater were struck by the imagery which was presented to them as they saw first a dark and gray and ugly world and as that world began to move down from the center of the screen they saw behind it a moon and as the moon began to come down with the world that was sinking to the lower part of the screen behind it you saw the emergence of the sun what you are witnessing was an eclipse of the sun partial eclipse and as the light from the sun spilled across the edge of the moon it took the shape of the boat of Isis and the sun of course for anyone who has studied the Osirian cycle became Osiris and the symbology was Osiris riding across the heavens upon the boat of Isis now this will all have much deeper meaning to you as we progress toward your education in the ancient mystery schools which are today known by many different names and we will get to some of those names as we go along this signified of course the creation 
of the universe and of the world. And what we saw next was a barren plain, nothing growing, barren rocks, barren desert. And then we saw the sun begin to rise in the east over the horizon, signifying the birth of the world. As the sun traveled across the heavens, you saw the wind begin to move across the face of the earth, signifying that something was happening. Then as the sun began to reach its zenith on a prime longitude, we began to see shrubs, small green plants began to emerge. Now the sun traveling across the heavens did not, of course, signify a day. It signified an age, an age, dear listeners. As the sun sank deeper into the afternoon, we saw the emergence of animal life, birds. And we could hear the birds singing. And we could see the animals. And then we could see primitive, primitive man in the form of an ape mingling amongst the animals, neither harming the other, living in a state of innocence. And you saw a man only eating plants and roots. And you saw that even when the animals in man were in competition for food, no one was injured or hurt, but there was a display of waving of arms and yelling and grunting until one or the other moved away. The significance of this was the age of innocence when man lived in the Garden of Eden, innocent. With the animals, it was a vegetarian. And as the sun progressed farther toward the west, we saw man begin to retreat into the womb. For you see, the passage of the sun across the sky from the time that it rose in the east, signifying the birth of the world, we saw that as it reached its zenith, its most powerful aspect in the heavens, life began to emerge first in the form of plants and then animal life, and that the animals and early man lived in harmony together in a state of innocence. This was the symbology of the movie. During this process, you saw a rock formation in the shape of the male organ, the penis. This was the symbol of the mystery schools of the generative force of creation. When you watch the movie again, pay attention to the symbology of the movie. Now as the sun begins to sink even farther in the west, man and his little tribe goes to the water hole and confronts another group of 
primitive man, all in the form of the ape. And there's a confrontation. But you notice that no one was injured or killed. There was a lot of waving of arms, jumping up and down, grunting and screaming and screeching until the group that was at the watering hole and had already quenched their thirst moved away and then the new group moved in and then they scurried into the womb signified by the cave and there was more symbology there as they all sat in the darkness with their eyes open in fear And one of the female apes held a child to her breast. And you were seeing men in the transformation from ape to human. Primitive man evolving to the point where he could think. And then what happened in the movie, toward the dawn, you heard the humming of bees, millions of bees. And the beehive and bees are a prominent symbol in the mystery schools. It signifies societal cohesion, industry. Now, not industry as you may know it in the manufacture of cars, but industry in working together in a societal form in this case the very basic rudiments of society and as the sun again began to rise up in the east signifying the dawn of the new man the audience beheld an obelisk a monolith. In front of the cave are the womb from which the apes emerged and it appeared that the humming of the bees was emanating from this block of stone. Now notice I said three words monolith, obelisk, and stone. All of these are significant symbols in the ancient mystery religions. And you saw that this was not God because creation had already taken place. The world had been created. Plants and animals had been created and primitive man existed on the earth before this monolith, this obelisk, this stone ever made its appearance. It is also known as the stone that you saw earlier, the generative force or the penis. Now don't get all confused by this terminology. It will begin to make sense to you as we go along. It took me many years of study to understand what I am now imparting to you. You watched as the apes milled about in great excitement. 
And one, encouraged by another, signifying Adam and Eve. The one encouraging was the symbol of Eve. The one being encouraged was Adam. Until he actually reached out and touched the face of the stone. And he was imparted intellect. You could tell that something significant had happened because the tone and the general volume of the music changed at that point. And then the other apes began to touch and rub the statue. Now most people that I knew attributed what happened to some extraterrestrial force. And they were receiving the exoteric interpretation or that which is meant for the profane, those who are not illumined and cannot understand what it is they are seeing. But for the initiated, what they witnessed was the creation of the world by God and the impartation of knowledge to man, the forbidden knowledge, by Lucifer through his agent, Satan. For in the religion of the mystery schools, they believe that man was held prisoner in the Garden of Eden by an unjust and vindictive God. And that man was not told by this unjust and vindictive God that he could have the same powers. And man was set free from the bonds of ignorance by Lucifer through his agent Satan, and many believe that the two are the same, and that's okay because maybe they are. And that through the gift of intellect, man himself will become God. Now for those of you who understand what I am imparting to you now, you may not even have to listen any farther, for it explains everything that has ever happened in the history of man and everything that is happening now and all that is to happen in the future. As it progressed, you saw the first primitive man form the first original thought with the use of the gift of intellect when he squatted in the dust and picked up a bone and flopped the bone over and saw it hit a rib and the rib flew up into the air and he looked at it and he flopped it over to the other side and hit another piece of rib bone and it flew up into the air and you could see the wheels turning in the mind of this primitive individual as he lifted the thigh bone and then struck down in front of him and watched bones fly. And then he struck again and again and then he crushed the skull of the dead animal that was lying in front of him. 
And you notice that the portrayal of this was absolutely accurate because the next thing that happened was that this new gift, this intellect, and this original thought led to the murder of another primitive human being. In this case of the tribe that had not been given the gift of intellect, did not have the ability to use a bone as a weapon because they had not made the connection. And you watched in the symbology of that movie the murder of Abel by his brother Cain. And you watched as he threw the bone up into the air and the progression of the use of the gift of intellect led you to a space station spinning around the earth. And then the story began of man's journey toward illumination. And everything in that movie was a symbol for something else. Now the audience sitting, who are what the adepts or the initiates call profane, did not understand what they saw. They thought that it was really about a journey into space by an astronaut or a group of astronauts and the bad things that happened to some of them and one survived and none of them understood the significance of the obelisks, the monoliths, one on the moon, one in orbit around Jupiter and the ultimate transformation of the astronaut into a giant fetus floating in space. And to tell you the truth, when I first saw the movie, I didn't really understand it either, but I knew that there was something of such import there that I needed to know that I never stopped studying until I found out. And of course, one discovery leads to another. And every time I answered a question, a hundred more popped up until I reached a point dear listeners, where I realized that if I studied for the entire rest of my life, there is not enough time in my life to learn what it is that I need to know. But I have learned enough along the way to impart some of my knowledge to you, and maybe you can help me find the ultimate truth that all of us, all of us, ultimately learn to look for. Although not all of us ever realize that we are looking, and most of us never even understand what it is that we are looking for, but some of us do understand that we are looking. The adepts or the initiates, the priesthood of the mystery school, believe that they have found it and that they know all of these things. And I'm not really sure that they do. Because in my search and my ultimate 
illumination. <laughs> and yes, I have become, to a degree, illumined or illuminated. I have discovered that I am more illuminated than most of those who have gone through the process of initiation in the mystery schools and believe that they know more than I do. And it's not true. I have surpassed them by so far. And they believe that they are so far ahead that it has become difficult for me to place myself in any kind of logical progression along a path that I am following and I know not where it will ultimately lead. But I know that many have been misled along this path and are worshiping the fallen angel that we know as Lucifer. Many believe that Lucifer and Satan are the same. Many people believe that they are totally different entities and that Satan is evil and Lucifer is not. But Lucifer rebelled against God according to the Bible and was expelled from heaven and flung to the earth to be the master of the material world, the master of the earth. Now, if Lucifer is indeed Satan, how this transformation took place, I am not wise enough to know. If they are different, then I have not yet discovered where Satan came from if Lucifer is not Satan. Now there are people who have professed to know the answers to these questions and have sat down and we have talked for hours. And I still am not sure that they are right or that they are wrong. And I'm still looking for the answer to that question. But I do know this. Ancient man witnessed something that he described in his oral history and in his writings. And it could probably be called the first UFO sighting in the history of the world. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning star? Now notice Lucifer was called the son of the morning star. He was also called the morning star. And there is a great mystery here because Christ also called himself the morning star. Now how all that fits together, I do not know, but I have been told by those who have been initiated in the mystery schools that Christ and Lucifer are one and the same being. However, I cannot bring myself to believe that. What you believe, of course, is your own business and is not my intention to make you believe anything, but rather to impart to you what I have learned over many, many years of study into the secrets of those who worship the ancient mystery religions 
in secret for thousands of years. For you see, that monkey who sat there squatting on his haunches in the desert, striking the earth and the pile of bones with this great thigh bone, was the first priest of the mystery schools. And it was this first priest who then began to initiate others into the secrets. And they are the ones who have been responsible, according to my research, for most of the scientific developments and the forward movement as far as material progress goes of the human race. For they were the learners. They were the ones who developed science. They were the ones who hid their developments and used their science and their knowledge and their secrets to govern others. Usually not as kings, but as advisors and as priests and in all actuality the powers behind the thrones in ancient times and even today. They have ruled from the shadows, you see, and they call themselves the guardians of the secrets of the ages. And their first their first religion was called astrotheology or the worship of the heavens and their first object of worship was the sun the second object of worship was the moon and everywhere you see the mystery schools or the mystery religion you will see the symbols of the sun and the moon also known as Osiris and Isis and the child Horus, which I will explain the meaning of later. Right now, folks, we must take a break. Don't go away. I'll be right back after this very short pause.
intellect set him upon a quest that according to those who say that they know has never ended even unto this day and the modern day equivalent of this ancient mystery religion calls itself the order of the quest and you will see it reflected in many of their outward exoteric branches where they disseminate information to the public or manipulate the public or deceive the public as the profane to them are nothing more than cattle to be herded and occasionally to be led to the slaughter. In the movie 2001, the quest led them ultimately into space and to the moon, where they were further imparted knowledge by Lucifer, again, in the form of the obelisk, the monolith, the stone, the penis, and you will understand what that means later when we get into the Osirian cycle or the legend of Isis, Osiris, and the child Horus. When they were imparted knowledge again on the moon, it set them off on a further quest to the planet Jupiter, where they found a huge, tremendous, again, another obelisk, monolith stone the generative force the penis floating in space orbiting the planet Jupiter now the journey from the moon to Jupiter is significant for the astronauts on board this spaceship represented the entirety of the human race And it represented that some will evolve and those who cannot will not be allowed into the future. You see, this was a message from those who rule to all of the initiates of the world. It was a message that the new age is now dawning. And you see that at one point during this journey from the moon to Jupiter, man represented on a microcosm by the astronauts making this voyage came in conflict with their own technology. The technology of the human race was represented by the computer called HAL. And for those who were intelligent enough to experiment with the name Hal and progressed the letters one forward in the alphabet from what they were in the movie H became I A became B and L became M and they were able to see that the symbol was of the largest at that time when the movie was made and the corporation that was on the cutting edge of computer technology, IBM, 
It was significant that man had built this technology, this computer, which had an artificial intelligence and was capable of communicating with the astronauts. And yet they had forgotten to put a switch in the machine which could be turned off at will. Now, you have to understand that this is all symbology. Hal represented many things. He represented the atomic bomb, the hydrogen bomb, chemical warfare, bacteriological warfare, represented the state of the art of technology where it became so complicated that no one man could be an expert in it and thus might unknowingly participate in the building of a technology which could destroy him, yet he only worked on a part or a portion of it, the knowledge of which did not indicate to him that the end product could be a danger. And we see that happening now, don't we? Where everybody has to specialize in one small portion of technology because the overall picture is so complicated and so far beyond our understanding that we see the prediction made in the movie 2001 actually becoming true before our very eyes. Just in my lifetime I've seen automobiles that I could take apart and put together blindfolded myself as a teenager to driving automobiles that I can lift the hood and not even recognize most of what I'm looking at except that I know that it's an engine in there and I know that it's got a fuel delivery system and some kind of a system that ignites the fuel but the technology has surpassed my ability to take it apart and put it back together again without many months or years of specialized training and this has occurred across the board in our technology and as I've told you before, I will tell you again tonight, dear listeners, in secret, whatever you perceive as the state of technology in the public eye, the very cutting edge, in secret they are a minimum of 50 to 100 years ahead to the point where science fiction is no longer fiction and hasn't been for quite some time but is in all actuality science fact you saw this battle play itself out on board the spaceship where ultimately there was only one astronaut left fighting the battle against Hal and he was able to make this jump in his evolutionary consciousness and he was able to fool Hal and turn off the computer. But when he did so he knew that he had relegated himself to permanent separation from his fellow human beings back on earth. And folks the message was not that he went into space to affect this separation space was just the vehicle through which it was conveyed in the movie 
The message was that the new man will go into the future and the rest of us will perish. We will not be allowed into the future. If we are, it will be as slave labor until we are no longer useful and then we will simply be exterminated. The message to the vast army of initiates in the mystery school was we are on the threshold of the new age and into this new age will march only one one man. It is the new man. It is the illumined man. It is the man that is able to make the evolutionary jump to no more war, to no more rape, no more pillage, to the level in the mystery school known as 666. It is the number of a man. It is the illumined man to the mystery schools. To those of us who are Christians, it is the symbol, the mark of the beast, the indication that the Antichrist has arrived. And the beginning of the time predicted in the book of Revelation known as the Tribulation. Now all of this that I thought I knew so well and understood has become even more mysterious to me now as I know that I am battling against something that is almost incomprehensible and I have had to do it alone by myself not trusting anyone else not letting them in for fear that they would corrupt my mind and I would be led down the wrong path. And I still do not know the answers, but I have an awful lot of clues and a lot of facts, and I've learned an awful lot. And maybe I am more confused than I ever was in my entire life. But after you hear the results of what I've learned, and after I am, for the first time since I've learned all of this, communicate it to other human beings, and let you know how really confused I am, Maybe all of us being confused together can put the pieces in their places and patch this mystery together and come up with what we need as answers to formulate a future that we can all, all enjoy. Without fear, without wars, without lies and deception, and manipulation without elitists and terrorists and crooks and liars for I'm going to impart to you during all of this 
that the priests of the ancient mystery religion are the ones who have caused most of the misery in the history of man. And if they had not learned this knowledge, the secrets of the ages that they keep from the rest of us and use to manipulate us, maybe, maybe we would have reached peace in this world hundreds of years ago. I don't really know the answer to that. But I don't think much of what has happened in the history of the world that was miserable, terrible, would have happened without these people. But I may be wrong. And as always, when you listen to this show, don't believe a word you hear unless you could substantiate it in your own research. At the end of the movie, what you saw as the astronaut became older and aged, and this was the symbol of gaining knowledge and wisdom. And he looked at himself, and he saw himself younger, and he looked back and saw himself older, and he looked back and he was older still, and he looked back and he was young again and then old. And then you saw this unbelievably overpowering and stunning vision of a fetus, a human fetus, floating in the great vastness of the universe, signifying the birth of the new age and the new man that will go into the future. Now in the sequel to 2001, you saw that this astronaut who had made the jump came back and talked to some select few, signifying that he had then become a teacher to the rest of us. And when he was asked what happened to him, he said, and I quote, something wonderful, unquote. Now that was supposed to tell the rest of the initiates in the world who really understood the symbology of the movie that if they were able to make this transition the future would be a utopia. Now I don't know whether it will be or not. But I can tell you this. The priests of the ancient mystery religions are in charge right now. And we had better damn well find out. And we had better do it very quickly. For the new age is the age of Aquarius. And the exact date of the dawning of the age of Aquarius can be determined astrologically and I'm not going to tell you what that date is although I have it right here on a piece of paper in front of me I want you all to help in this search God knows I need help 
I can't save us all alone. And there's always the possibility. Because I am human, that I could make the wrong decisions or make the wrong interpretation. And that's why I formed Kaji, because many of us working together and digging and searching for information are much more likely not to make the mistakes than one man working alone. Let's go back now to the beginning when man was in his infancy on the evolutionary scale of development Man was alone, alone in the sense that he did not have all of the help and the knowledge that we have today that enables us to survive. You see, man then was subject to the cold, to the wild beasts of prey. He didn't have a home, didn't have air conditioning in the summer, didn't have heating in the winter, didn't have medical doctors if he became ill or injured was most likely to die. So it did not take ancient man very long to decide that in this world the single greatest enemy to be feared was the darkness of night and all the unknown dangers that came with it and simply stated man's first enemy was darkness. Now understanding this one fact alone one can readily see why the greatest and most trustworthy friend the human race could ever have at that time was by far heaven's greatest gift to the world that glorious rising orb of day that we call the sun and that was the beginning of the battle between light and darkness and it was man's first understanding of the birth the death and the rebirth of a deity for the sun rose was born in the morning traveled across the heavens where it reached its most powerful point the zenith and that will explain why so many things occur at noon or near noon and then signifying old age and the end of its life sank into the west and then died and man was subjected to the rigors and the dangers and the cold of night until his God again was reborn the next morning. Now folks, I'm not making any of this up and it took me many, many years of study to figure this out. 
man noticed that the moon also rose, lived a different life than the sun, and then sat and died and was reborn again. The sun, because of its brilliance, became the master or the greatest deity. And the moon took on the feminine aspect because the moon reflected the light of her master. And all of this will begin to make sense to you eventually as we go through this because from now on every program that I do is going to be devoted to this, to the explanation of the esoteric religion, the ancient mystery religion. And it's important that we all understand it because these are the people in charge. And don't ask me to tell you the truth of religion, for I really believe in the Constitution and that we all have a right to worship our own God in our own way. And no one has the right to tell anyone unless ask what they should believe. You all know by now that I am a Christian. But I'm not a Christian in the sense that I follow the dogma of any church or the preachings of any preacher or necessarily, word for word, the Bible. I stick strictly and only to those words that are directly attributed to Jesus Christ and I attempt to follow those words in my daily life. And it doesn't matter to me whether anyone proves that he never lived or that he lived or not. I have found that those are the most profound teachings amongst all of the books and teachings that I have ever heard or read in my entire life. And until someone can prove to me that there is something better, that is what I will always adhere to. I do not advise you what you should believe or not believe. But I do advise you that we all need to learn as much as we can about everything that we can because one thing I have learned in my life is that most of what we have ever been taught has been a lie. And that whoever these people are and I know who they are, and I will impart that knowledge to you, who are the priests, the adepts, and the initiates, and the mystery schools. They are in control, and they are shaping the future, and that future will affect all of us, so we had better learn as much about them as we can. You cannot identify an enemy unless you know the enemy and you cannot fight a battle if you know nothing about the battle tactics of your opponent.
And when you understand that Lucifer is the son of the morning star, or the morning star itself, then the creations of the members of the mystery school begin to make much more sense. Good night, and God bless you all.